Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is Sunday, August 1st. Can you believe it? Can you believe it's August 1st? That means we are officially in the second half of the year. I mean, July is kind of like that, but it doesn't feel like that. But it is the second half of the year. Half the year is gone. More than half the year is gone. Okay. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, I am in beautiful Costa Rica, where the weather was fine today, and where Gata Marina is sitting here with me in the room, um, the little tortoise shell. And I am here to discuss the week ahead with you. And it's interesting. So I think, well, we've definitely talked about this last weekend, last Sunday. But here we are. Um, We are right now in the throes of the sun and Mercury conjunct in Leo. And they were conjunct earlier this morning when in this area of the world we were having breakfast. And they made their conjunction. And when they made their conjunction, um, Mercury, of course, is the faster moving planet and went ahead of the sun and then made an opposition to Saturn this afternoon. Now they were at, they are at a degree of the Zodiac of Leo where they are now starting to enter the zone between Saturn and Uranus. Okay. And it's 10 degrees, 12 minutes is where Saturn is right now. And Mercury is now past that. It's 10 degrees, 27 minutes. And so it's still hanging out there. But what we're looking at now is I noticed the energy shift. I noticed this morning getting up and feeling like energetic and alive and had enough sleep. And, you know, that's Sun Mercury. It's like, let's communicate. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's hang out. Let's you know, so I chatted with a bunch of people today on, on text and things. And, um, what does, what does it mean? Well, it means that the energy was like a little more, you know, electric and fun and fiery this morning. Right. And then slowly Mercury started to oppose Saturn and I felt like the shades get drawn. (laughs) It's like, okay, let's pull the shades down now. And, and the energy shifted. And so that's when I think like this afternoon, it's like the brow starts to furrow (laughs) and, and the resistance to things starts to surface and the questions start to come. The same questions we've been asking ourselves all year. Why is this so hard? Why is it, why isn't it moving forward? What am I doing? Why is this happening? Why am I not moving? You know, the, the same trail of thought that Saturn keeps initiating and Saturn keeps reminding us of and what we keep getting entangled in. And it's just like, oh, I'm trying so hard to shift things. Oh, I'm trying so hard to work at things and make a breakthrough. Oh, God, you know, when is it just going to shift and change and get better and, and move forward? (sighs) And so I, you know, I did my meditation for an hour and seven minutes and actually lingered a little longer than that and did some other things. But, but I have to say, 
uh, two things. One is, okay, so this is just Mercury. The sun is coming later, like in this region of the world, the middle of the night. If you're where my friend Anne-Marie is in South Africa, then it's going to be the middle of your day that the sun squares Saturn or opposes Saturn and eventually starts to square Uranus. Um, so, you know, what's going on here is that we first have to hit the wall of Saturn. And then we get to the breakthrough of Uranus, which does not come until later in the week. Now, well, there's two levels of it. There's Mercury and then there's the sun. But there's, like I said, two things. One is when we feel the wall of Saturn, it's like creeping up behind us, like all of a sudden the shadow comes in and there's the wall of Saturn. And it's like, ah, oh, God almighty. You know, this again, like all of a sudden our thoughts start to turn back to what we've been, you know, concerned with all year. And the things that are irritating us, the things that are not possible, things that feel broken and not moving forward. And honestly, what's really going on is our fears come up in our face where, and I take that to say when it comes up that close, okay, when something's up in your face, that means you are to now encourage a breakthrough. You are now to push through because it's on the surface. It's not deep in the recesses of your subconscious. It is right in your face, okay? And if it's right in your face and you're feeling this crap right in your face, the fear, the anxiety, the, oh, no, not this again. Oh, more of this. Ugh. Okay, if you are feeling this, then you are on the verge of something breaking through. Okay, that doesn't mean that it, Saturn can feel eternal. This is it. This is, uh, that's it. Nothing else is going to happen. We're at a standstill. We're at a halt. We're at the light that never changes. <laughs> We're in hell. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hell. <laughs> and, and. Will this ever be over? Here it is again, the same old story. Oh, I'm back to worrying about that again. And nothing has to trigger it. Nothing. All of a sudden, it surfaces. It sifts through like you were sifting through something, like you were sifting through sand or sifting through your, your you know, drawer, your junk drawer. <laughs> you're sifting through your junk drawer, right? So what happens is eventually, if you're sifting through your junk drawer, because you're looking for the little screwdriver that screws the, your eyeglasses back together, or you're looking for your pen or something that is in the junk drawer, um, then, then you are on the verge of something about to happen or a breakthrough of the layer. See, this is the way this works. We get Saturn, then we get Uranus. We get Saturn, then we get Uranus. And eventually Saturn's going to pass the degree of Uranus and it's going to be a different thing and Saturn will be squaring from the other side. But, and that's a separating square. This is an applying square. And so what's happening is Saturn is reminding us of everything we haven't worked out yet and everything we haven't broken through yet and everything that still concerns us and still gives us agita at the end of the day. And you know, it's the thing we're working through this year. So of course it's going to get provoked every now and again, and it's going to get provoked again when the moon goes into Leo next weekend. But you know, it's, this is it. 
So today, tonight, up until tomorrow morning, it's the sun and Mercury moving towards the square of Saturn. The sun is going to be, like I said, in the middle of the night. Really, well, if you're on the West Coast, it's going to be 11, 14 p.m. But you might be going to bed then or you're watching the 11 o'clock news. And, um, you know, here where I am, it'll be midnight after midnight. Hopefully I will be asleep and not thinking about the sun approaching Saturn. But... You know, the sun is the life force. It's your energy. It's your energy field. It's how you feel about your life and your your gusto, as we say here in Costa Rica. Con gusto. Mucho gusto. You know, it's like with gusto. Yes, much gusto. And right now we need mucho gusto to get through this because, and that comes from the heart. And the sun is in Leo, which rules the heart. And right now you need the gusto, the mucho gusto, to get through <laughs> Um, this, this schmutz that Saturn brings us, you know. So one of the things that is uh, less likely to happen is that you're going to, you know, feel great today. You know, you're not going to, like this morning you probably felt really good and then all of a sudden you're like, what happened? <laughs> and it's the sun Saturn. And maybe over the weekend, it, eh, maybe you didn't feel great. Maybe, you know, the thing that's less likely to happen is that you were like, like bopping along thinking everything's just going fine. And, you know, it continued to go fine and you're like exuberant and exalted and excited. And no, it's like Saturn's going to throw a shade at this okay so all right so you know what at this point we just go all right saturn i know you're there but i'm not gonna let you be overindulged i am not gonna overindulge saturn i'm gonna say okay i know you're there and not allow myself to get caught up in my circular mental state that the subconscious you know brings up because we don't get anywhere from that. We go, like I said, it's circular. We just keep going around and around and around. Okay. So then what's going to happen? Sun's going to oppose Saturn. And we're going to get up and it's going to be a new day tomorrow. And the moon will go void, you know, in the afternoon in this region of the world. After it squares Jupiter. Um, because Jupiter's back in Aquarius. So by the time the moon um, will go through it's in Taurus right now and by the time it gets it's already past Uranus that was the other thing you know the moon was like triggering Uranus in these last couple days um you know it's going to square Jupiter so um it will go void and then it's going to move into Gemini an hour later so the moon in Gemini is better it's a little peppier it's like hipper moving 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 energetic okay but what's going to happen on Tuesday is that Mercury in the evening, in this region of the world, Mercury is going to square Uranus. So right now, so the way things are positioned is anything in Leo is going to oppose Saturn, which is in Aquarius, the opposite sign, and then square whatever in Taurus, okay, which is a 90 degree sign away. Mercury has already finished opposing Saturn. The sun is on its way there because Mercury moves faster than the sun. They met today. They're going to meet again this year, but not, not right now. Um, you know, it's not like a retrograde or something. It, it will meet later again this year. Mercury and the sun often do this. A few times a year they meet up. So Mercury and the sun have met up. Mercury zoomed ahead, as Mercury does, opposed Saturn, and then is going to square Uranus on Tuesday. 
okay? So Mercury is going to be in Leo, squaring Uranus in the evening on Tuesday. And then um, when we get to, you know, the sun here, the sun isn't going to oppose Saturn. So the Mercury, Mercury went ahead and said, hey, sun, I'll let you know what this is like. And Sun says, okay, go ahead, you do that. So the Sun will oppose Saturn um, in the middle of the night and then won't get to Uranus till several days after Mercury gets there. So Mercury zips ahead, squares Uranus first on Tuesday. So the brilliant idea, the breakthrough notion, everything that was hanging in the air with Saturn when Mercury opposed Saturn today is going to have its breakthrough on Tuesday. So when we get to Tuesday, you know, this this energy, this Saturnine energy may hang in the air for a couple days. Our job is to not indulge it. Let Uranus have the breakthrough. Say, like I said, you know Saturn's there. You don't need to keep belaboring it. We've had it all year. So now let's try to move, let's try to move our energy forward. Let's take our ideas, let's take our brilliance and move it to a place where we feel like we are actually making something like accomplished, okay? And so allow the breakthrough to come. What's that breakthrough idea? What is, didn't you think of today that you can think of on Tuesday? What is it that you don't know yet? Now we're living it. We love Uranus because it gives us the unknown. Um... We just love that unknown. So allow the unknown to exist. Forget it. When From now on, you know, as I said, we're in the second half of the year, and the next Saturn Uranus square is Christmas Eve. And, you know, a lot's happening around then. Venus is going to go retrograde then too, but we're not there yet. And, like, that's right, we're not there yet. But we're in the second half of the year. We have been around the block with Saturn and Uranus all year. So enough already. So stop indulging Saturn. It comes, it goes, it's gonna always be there. So let it just, just go, oh, it's this again. All right, yeah, you know what? I don't have, I don't have time for this nonsense. I want, I want the juice from Uranus. I want the electricity of Uranus. I want the, I want the answers that come from nowhere. I want the doors to open that I didn't expect to open. I want to walk through doors that I didn't know existed. That's what Mercury is going to do on Tuesday. Right now, Mercury's, uh, yeah, all this crap again. Do you really want to hear yourself talk about this again? I don't. I'm tired of myself. <laughs> I am tired of hearing myself tell myself the same old story. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know. Gonna... You know, the same thoughts that have run through the train of my unconscious, my subconscious, my then up into my conscious mind, the same locomotive. And I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. So I think it's all, all fine for all of us to say, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to give in. I'm just going to go, okay, mm, there it is again. You know what, I'm, I'm, solving this. Because now, as I said, it's the second half of the year. And we are now on our way to solving this. We have to. We have to be. And by the time Saturn and Uranus square for the last time at the end of the year, we're done with this. Like, we're like experts at this. It's time now to focus on the breakthrough and the solution and the doors that opened that we didn't even know existed, okay? So now, as I said, 
the sun is going to affect Saturn in the middle of the night tonight when we're all sleeping in this region of the world. And then by the time we get to, oh my God, Friday, Friday evening when we're sitting down to dinner in this region of the world, the sun is finally going to square Uranus. But it's going to get revved up towards that square to Uranus. And frankly, I like Uranus energy, not just because I'm an Aquarius, or maybe it is because I'm an Aquarius with Uranus in the first house. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a very liberating energy. And what we're looking for is liberation right now. The liberation from the heaviness of Saturn. So I'm psyched to get rid of the heaviness and I'm looking to the liberation and you don't need to like, like what I feel like is, is we don't need to harp on the fact that we're not at the liberation yet, that we're still working through the process because it is a process and we're all in a process and you know, there's still restrictions in the world. There's a lot of confusion in the world too, because people don't know, like, can I go to Spain or, oh, look, they're in Spain and it's fine. It's great. Um, but the U.S. is different. So maybe we can't do that here. So like, this is, this is what's going on. People are like, well, do I need a COVID test before I go to, to Peru? Oh, I don't need one to go to Mexico, but where do, you know, it's, yeah. And I've heard of a lot of bureaucracy from several different corners of my life this week. And it's, it's not attractive. Um, and that's Saturn. So we're, what we're hoping for is that the breakthrough of Uranus is going to get us through this and, and elevate our consciousness. And that's what outer planets do. Elevate our consciousness to the next level of understanding where we're supposed to be going to, what we're going to next, and what's going to be fulfilling. Because believe me, if you stay in the same old thing and you're in the same old grind, you are not going to feel fulfilled. And if you aren't feeling like you are, you are headed towards the fulfillment, then you've got to stop, look at what you're doing and change course. And that's because otherwise that, that's what Uranus expects of us. Uranus, you know, is ultimately the slower moving planet. Right now, Saturn's moving backwards. Uranus is not. Um, but ultimately, this is, we've got to have the enlightened idea. And that's what Uranus is trying to give us, you know, um, the enlightened idea. Now, speaking of the enlightened idea, Jupiter went back into Aquarius. And we have now a, another planet in air. And so we, like, Move that. Remember all that water a couple weeks ago? Yeah, that's like that's an unforgettable time. So, so now we've got Saturn and Jupiter back in Aquarius again, and they're not going to meet again. But Jupiter's back in Aquarius, and it's going to finish its scenario, its journey, its you know visit through the end of the year till the very end, till like the twenty eighth of December. And Jupiter is going to you know be visiting this liberating sign. So Jupiter is a liberating planet. So we are all seeking some sort of freedom, liberation, innovation. You know, the Aquarian Uranian energy is very hot right now. I think this is really where, where we've got to place our energy um, and place our attention. So as Joe Dispenza says, where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So if you're putting your antenna, your antenna, <laughs> Yeah, because Uranian energy is very antenna-oriented. Um, if you're placing your attention on breakthroughs and, like, 
liberation and enlightenment, that's the better place to put your energy. We get, we get teased by Saturn going, you're not there yet. You're never going to get there. You're not there yet. You still got the same problem. Things haven't changed. You're doing all this work. You're doing all this work. Nothing's changed. Has it? Has it really changed? Yes, it's changed. Maybe, you know, on a material level, it isn't exactly where you want it to be, but we're still in process. Remember, Saturn and Uranus are in process till the end of the year. So we have Jupiter back in Aquarius, and this is the opportunity to liberate ourselves and enjoy the process of liberation and watch the process of liberation and understand where we've been and how far we've come because Jupiter's been in Aquarius since last December, popped into Pisces for a little bit and back in Aquarius again. And this is important because basically what it's doing is it's coming back to remind us that we still have some work to do in the area of innovation, liberation, freedom, um, and sort of trusting the unknown, you know, and the unknowable Aquarius Aquarius's keywords are I know, right? But Uranus is not necessarily a knowable energy. You don't know what's going to happen with Uranus. It's the unexpected planet. So sometimes, you know, I think Aquarius strives to know and wants to think they know everything. And I can say that I'm an Aquarius. Um, they think they know everything, but they don't really know everything. They don't know anything sometimes. They don't like, and I have to sit here so many times in a day and say, I have no idea what's going to happen. And that is where, you know, we have to put our trust and our faith in the unknowable and the, and the unexpected. And that's Jupiter and Aquarius. So faith from Jupiter, you know, openness from Jupiter. You have to be open to the unknowable, open to the doors that you don't even know are there yet. So stuff keeps happening and it's taking us on a journey. It's taking us on a ride. But quite frankly, you know, I don't know what we're going to look like at the end of the year. I don't. And we don't. And it's okay. It's okay. Um, I say look for signs, look for signs in nature, especially nature. If a bird appears that you never see, not if the same old squirrel keeps coming to your door for nuts or things, but, but when things appear that don't normally appear, like this toad appeared, this frog appeared outside one of my doors and he keeps coming. And I always say hello to him. They're actually very good. Frogs mean money. Um, and that's why people have those frogs, the feng shui frog on their their lawn or something that totem means money um you know today I found this beautiful feather and um it's you know I I realized it's um you know it's like I was able to put it in my my app and find out what what bird it was and um it was just it was just you know I wasn't doing the garden much I had somebody come and do the garden but I did some more garden work today and I would not have found that if he had, if the person who had done the garden had done everything I wanted them to do, which they didn't, um, <laughs> there's that perfection again, um, Mars is in Virgo. Um, I would not have found the feather cause I wouldn't have had to go do what I wanted them to do the other day that they didn't do. Um, so anyway, this is from a squirrel cuckoo, um, a playa Kayana, 
and it's an um, it's a species here in Costa Rica, and um, it was this big, is this beautiful black and white striped feather. Um, so I take that as a sign of nature, and my shaman says, you know, it means that you are being protected. It's a it's a source of protection from your spirit guides. So I was like, okay, good. Well, that sounds really good to me. This is this is the thing. If you don't think that you're moving forward, you are. And if you don't think that you're moving towards something, if you're confused about what you're moving towards, then maybe you want to sit down with yourself, do some meditation and get clear. But you've got to move towards fulfillment. Ultimately, it's fulfillment. It's, you know, whatever fulfills you, whatever turns you on, whatever lights your fire, whatever excites you, whatever... And whatever's in the way of that, that keeps rearing its head with Saturn, is the obstacle that you want to sweep out of your life. So the fulfillment, the desire to fulfill, the desire to shift and change your life and not have the same old things happen, this is something that, um, you know, we're working towards. We have this burden we're carrying that we need the breakthrough to happen. We need the shift to happen. So it's okay. It's okay. It's happening. It's working. It's behind the scenes. It just isn't as um, obvious as we need it or like it to be. If we knew all the answers, then, you know, we wouldn't really be working through the process the way we're supposed to. So this is all a very heady conversation, I know. Um, so Mars is in Virgo, as I mentioned a minute ago, and Mars is there till September 15th, and we get to do some real motivation in the Virgo sense. So I was talking on Instagram the other day about exercise, which is a Virgo thing, you know, health, a health protocol, exercise, diet, you know, and then like work, regular work. And not like I'm going to work myself to the bone and like stay up all night, but work in a way that's going to bring us some progress and some like, you know, when Mars was in Leo, maybe you had some really good creative ideas and now you want to put them into action and you want to really have a sense of where they can go in the world because Virgo is an earth sign and it's a very material experience of your project. Um, so, you know, it'll be there for long enough to get us moving and to, Mars is taking action. So taking action in the Virgoan sense, maybe a new exercise program, maybe a new work schedule, maybe a new health protocol, something very Virgoan, um, maybe a new like zest for details. I'm going to organize my, my shelves, my bookshelves. I'm going to organize my paperwork, you know, um, hopefully, hopefully. Next Sunday, when we meet again, there will be a Leo new moon at 16 degrees of Leo. It will be past the square to Uranus. Um, the moon is going to get revved up and oppose Saturn on Saturday in the evening. And then square Uranus in the wee hours, or the very early morning Sunday. And, and then we're going to have the new moon at you know, breakfast time in this region of the world on Sunday. So Sunday at breakfast, there's a new moon. Now, that's actually very good um, in Leo. It's a lot of energy. It should be very, it could be very festive. It can be kind of entertaining. It could be a good time to, you know, by the time it gets to that new moon, it's going to be past all those planets. So it doesn't really need to be 
complicated. I think if you're thinking of throwing a party or, you, or you're wanting to do something entertaining or you're going to host a group or something, that's a good time to do it. You know, it's maybe, maybe Sunday afternoon, maybe Sunday at noon. Maybe it's, it's a good time to socialize, meet friends for lunch, go to brunch, do something that you can do wherever you are in your region and, you know, enjoy yourself because Leo's about enjoying life. Leo's about having fun. And with this, you know, Leo's sun and Mercury kind of getting crushed by Saturn and Uranus, you know, and I'm not saying Uranus is all the answers. Uranus is still, we still have to break through, right? You know, it's, it kind of, it's like a hurt kitten, you know, like, meh. <laughs> but I wanted to play and have fun. It's like, yeah, well, you can, you can play and have fun. You just got to not let those energies from those planets take over your life. So the idea this week is to try to have a breakthrough. It's, it's to try to move past and hold your energy strong and to gather your wits so that you know and you don't get caught up in the web of you know, breaking free and being held back, being held back and breaking free. So just move through it with grace, ease, and flow. In the meantime, ooh, tomorrow, Venus trines Uranus. Yes, Venus is in Virgo and it's trining Uranus in the sign of uh, Taurus, as we know. And that's actually pretty cool. That's a really good thing. So good for brilliance, good for creativity, good for Love and romance, good for friendship, good for laughter, and good for creativity. So that's that good aspect. Then we have on um, Tuesday, of course, we talked about Mercury um, squaring Uranus, um, but we also have Moon being very busy with everybody, with the Sun, with Chiron, with Mercury, with Venus, with, with Neptune. Moon is very busy in Gemini busy talking to everybody. So it's a lot of mental energy being, being used. And then on Wednesday, the sun, the sun trines Chiron. And that should be a moment when we feel like we can lick our wounds. We can see them clearly because the sun is in Leo. Chiron's in Aries. This is a trine. They're in fire and they are going to work together, you know, in a, in a graceful way because a trine is a graceful aspect. And the opportunity to heal our wounds. The sun is very healing energy, especially when it's in its favorite sign of Leo. And then we have, uh, again, the sun square Uranus on Friday, like I mentioned. And then, you know, basically the moon right now is in Taurus. It's going to finish that up, go into Gemini tomorrow, as we spoke of. It'll go into Cancer on Wednesday, again, at like a couple hours of void moon in the afternoon. But really, it'll go into Cancer on Wednesday. And then it's going to stay in Cancer till for the rest of the week, really, until Saturday, wee hours of Saturday morning when it goes into uh, Leo. It's going to go void later in the afternoon on Friday in Cancer. But who cares anymore? That's like later in the afternoon. It's like, all right, great. It's Friday afternoon. We're starting our weekend. Yeah. On Friday the 6th. And Saturday we'll have um, Moon in Leo. It's good for the weekend. We'll have that new moon on Sunday. So, you know, it could be a fun weekend um, next weekend. 
So nothing changes signs this week. Nothing is changing signs. Um, all the sign changes happened last week. That was a lot of energy. Um, next week, next week, when we start the week of, you know, the 9th, the 10th, you know, that's when things are going to change signs. We're going to have Mercury changing signs. At the end of the week, we're going to have Venus changing signs because they're moving so quickly. And so those are important. Um, those are important to think about, but not right now. <laughs> right now, we're going to get through Mercury and the Sun opposing Saturn, squaring Uranus. And, and you know, the important thing is to notice the shift. Notice how you feel. Notice how you navigate. Like you'll be able to understand yourself and your method and how you operate and how, what works and what doesn't if you really work through and watch yourself. Don't take to your bed if you don't have to. Come up with a creative solution to get out of the snarl that you've been back and forth, that, that treadmill you've been on all year, okay? Just watch your process. Now, you can be, like I said earlier, all right, I know this story. I'm just not going to indulge you, Saturn. Sorry, I'm taking my energy elsewhere. You don't want to get pulled into it, okay? You want to move through it, you know, ease, grace, and flow. And you want to you know, work towards a breakthrough and work towards a creative solution and work, I, whatever it is in your life. You know, I have my thing, you have your thing, everybody else has their thing and watch your process, watch your process. And, you know, if you're going to get bummed out by Saturn, every time something strikes Saturn, then you're going to have a hard time all year. So if you say to yourself, ah, it's Saturn again, mm, not going to let this happen. Boom done, over, not going to indulge this, not going to make big decisions while I'm feeling like this, going to work through my process, okay, yeah, and that's what's so important, is to like pay attention to how you do this, you know, you're going to be an expert with this by the end of December, you're going to be an expert, so just say, I'm going to use my expertise, which is all that Jupiter back in Aquarius, and Uranus energy, and we're going to find our expertise, and we're going to use that to figure these little snarls out that we hit, these little bumps, these little doubts. These are self-doubts. And Uranus is the one saying, hey, there's a way out of this. You know, it's not just self-doubt and then, oh, more self-doubt and I never get out of self-doubt. I see Uranus as the way out of self-doubt. I see it, you know, it's, it's complicated for sure. It's complicated for sure. It's not something that's simple and easy. It's just... It's a, it requires creative thinking and a creative solution. So that is what we are, our goals are for the week. That's our homework for the week. Stay tuned for the Instagrams that I will post this week. Stay tuned for the podcasts that come after this as we have our Leo New Moon next week. And just be well, be happy, and focus on creative solutions. Okay. Now, if you need to get in touch with me, you can write to me, info at thegoldenastrologer.com. You can find me on Instagram, thegoldenastrologer. You can find me on Twitter at DebAstrology. You can book a session with me. And there's a variety of things you can book. You don't have to just book astrology. You can get an emotional clearing from me. You can also get an archetype reading from me. And all of this, um, you know, is, I think, soothing, helpful, 
a good thing to do in a sun trine chirine kind of week it's like find something that's going to help soothe you maybe it's a massage maybe it's an astrology session but i leave that up to you i thank you with all my heart and all my gratitude for listening and i wish you a pleasant and beautiful and creative week